Hello, this is Henry Diltz, and you're listening to Rock and Roll Archaeology. Welcome to Miss Pamela's Pajama Party, a Pantheon podcast. Music, culture, technology, and rock and roll. And now, Miss Pamela DeBar. Hello, dolls. Welcome to Miss Pamela's Pajama Party, a Pantheon podcast. You're about to kick back and relax with me, the world's most famous groupie. So I'll take that title and I'll tell you exactly what it means. Okay, it just means a a woman, sometimes a guy, who loves the band so much they want to hang with them, be with them in whatever capacity possible. Intimacy, friendship, you know, whatever. Assistance. I used to iron their shirts. I remember sewing buttons on Jimmy Page's velvet shirts and stuff. And that's what groupies do. Okay. Just so you know. And I've written several books. Most famously, I'm with the band and I've read them all for Audible in case you just want to listen to me. Um, I have writing workshops all over the world with my dolls. I call them dolls because they are my dolls. And I give tours. I'm with the band Rock and Roll Tours all over Hollywood. And you can find those dates and stuff on my website, PamelaDebar.com. And I'm really excited to be part of Pantheon Podcast Network of Rock and Roll Shows. We're getting bigger and bigger and bigger and more and more fun people for you to listen to. And you can find us all on Spotify, Radio.com, Pandora, iTunes, and all of that stuff. And in fact, if you search, you can find us on 40 different podcasts distribution platforms these days. All of us at Pantheon love telling the stories about all the incredibly far-out moments in rock and roll in a variety of manners. There's something for everybody from, what, classic rock to rap to, you know, who knows, garage bands. Expect new announcements at the top of every new Miss Pamela's Pajama Party show. And finally, this is the one that matters to us most. If you enjoy what we do here, then please head over to PantheonPodcast.com and share it with a friend, okay? All of our fabulous shows. Today, I have the most incredible performers with me. Simon Petty of the band Minibar, who I was just obsessed with 20 years ago, and he's been singing and writing amazing songs ever since, and his partner, Celia Chavez. They're here today to sing for you and tell stories, and I'm sure you're going to dig it.
Welcome to Miss Pamela's Pajama Party. Today I'm very thrilled and excited to have a couple of my favorite people, my favorite singers in this world. Simon Petty, who I've known for 20 years now, right? It is Maybe 20 21 years, yes. or something? No, it's 20. It's 20, but it's And 20. Celia Chavez, who is his partner in various ways. And they Ooh, both... And, <laughs> and they have separate music too, but um, we get to hear them sing together today. But first, I want to talk about how I met Simon. Um, Amy Picard, right? Yeah. Amy Picard. I was bemoaning the fact that uh, there's no great music 20 years ago in L.A. to go see, nobody to go dance to, blah, blah, blah. And she said, oh, there's this amazing band. You would love Minibar, right? So I went to the Mint, and that's the first place I saw you guys. And I absolutely swooned. Didn't I try to make your acquaintance that night? I'm sure I did. I think so, yes. yes but I, I did. remember the first time the first time I remember meeting you properly was when you interviewed us on the on the pier. Yes. Rusty's Rusty's surf show. Yes. Well I tried Don't look for it, it's not there anymore, no, I don't it's not think. There anymore. But I tried I mean, that's how I met you. I, I, I asked for an interview that night. That's how that happened. Because I had a column at the time somewhere. When people actually paid for those kind of things. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's <laughs> back in the back in the far distant past. Then. Yes. Yeah. So I became an instant fan of yours, and your record had just come out. It was about to come out on MCA. I think, yeah, it was about to come out. It was on the it was on Cherry Entertainment, so part of Universal actually. Oh, Universal. Yeah, okay. it's just about to come. And, out. And um, they were not going to give you a record release party. They weren't. They were. They were no longer giving. They've they given not, and given yeah, I know. to other people, <laughs> not to the fans. <laughs> they gave a lot to the other people involved, and, but they hadn't given anything to us, and then they decided they uh, they they released the record. Yes, that they was, did that release was the record. The Thank um, God. It's an T- amazing T-Bone record. Burnett produced it, and, yeah. and his advice was, uh, he said, you know, man, you got to spend so much money, they just got to release the thing. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So, so we went okay. We, they'd already spent a lot of money, so we so we had this we had this amazing week. We were in, in Village Recorder, which is a, a beautiful, huge studio, Studio D, and we were there for a long time. We were recording to two inch tape. Yeah, I mean, it was just like one of it was basically. I think it was the album that broke the music industry's back. It was like one of the final albums where they. How much threw, did you spend? Seven hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars uh, was spent on the record. <gasps> I'm, uh, I, I mean, believe. I'm just allegedly. Am I but, even allowed to say that? Of course, it's, about, it's over now, right? <laughs> I don't care. It's a long time I don't have ago. to pay any of it but, back personally. <laughs> 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 but and they didn't promote they it. They didn't promote. They didn't spend one dollar on promotion. And, no. that, but that makes no sense, really. It makes no sense, but that's the, way, some it, that's the way it used to work. It was like there was a one taxes, in twenty right? chance of a band having a hit song, and so yeah. the other nineteen bands, they oh. made the record and then shelved them. I think is basically what happened. Well, I was obsessed. And when I get obsessed with a band, uh, watch out. look out. So I wanted to help you. 
as usual. So I gave you the party in my backyard. Yes, we had our we had yes, Mini Bar had their record release party in in, in <laughs> now famous <laughs> Hamlet's backyard. I think it was the first one. Though, it was the it? First, the first one. You started one. it first off first and best. I know you, you started it off, and Gary built a stage. Do you remember that? Yeah, and we had a little we, stage. And yeah, we, there's a little we stage. Put, we we had a little PA, and we put the speakers in your in your trees. Yes, that's right. <laughs> My handyman, Gary, who is a very dear friend, built a stage, which we used quite a bit. And did the police come? The police always came the when we played. The police always came back there. Came. They haven't come to this new house okay. yet. So that's good. So I want to hear a song from that first record. How about well, how about Road Movies? How about yes, the, yes. Ti- the title track? I know. I love it so much. This is one of my very favorite songs. Of course, California is mentioned. I love California. It was, yeah, so me too. And it was an aspirational song. It was written before we came oh, out here. Oh, okay, tell the story of the song. Um, well, we came, we came out here in 98 um, because we were playing in London and it was Britpop and yes. Minibar did not fit the Britpop mould oh, <laughs> like whatsoever because we had a pedal steel <laughs> yeah. guitar and three-part harmonies and, you know, um, and everyone's just said, you know, you've got to go to LA, you've got to go to LA. And so we saved up some money. We played in this terrible bar called Break for the Border. Horrible British Tex-Mex is just the worst food in the world. And uh, <laughs> we, but we saved up our money playing <laughs> in this bar. And we, and we all flew out to L.A. Um, and our managers got, got us the, um, the Viper Room and the Troubadour, two gigs. That's and, pretty amazing. Which is I remember amazing. your and then, manager. And then, he was the, devoted. Yeah, they were they were great, and then they got all these people to come. They managed to hype the gig, and um, very nervous at the at the Troubadour because it's the Troubadour, and I, and I you know I'd read up on my LA music history, and I knew this is where John oh. Lennon had been kicked out, yes, and yeah, so John course, stuff, the and just Amazing. incredible, yeah. right? <laughs> and um, very nervous standing there, and they, the guy goes, "There's all these people there to see us, you know, and no one else because it's LA." And uh, he goes, okay, all the way from London Town, England, minibus. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were just like, oh, my God, really? <laughs> and thus began, thus began living the life of Spinal Tap for real. It's, and it's miraculous, too. You guys could just move here then. Well, we know we got a deal. This is it. We played two shows in LA and we got a record oh. deal. This is the incredible. So, so I have, my life is, so, you know, yeah. incredibly blessed. Yes. Just and and you're able to live fact. in actual paradise, the west side of LA, all oh, these years. I've been wanting to come for it's so paradise. long. And, um, and uh, yeah, and somehow a scout saw us at the Viper Room and our drummer had to go home and go back to work. And so they. Jolene Cherry asked us to come and sing in her office mm. up in up in Santa Monica as a, yeah. as a trio. And, uh, and after two songs, out. she said, "I'm going to have to stop oh. you there." I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Oh. I'm going to offer you a record deal, so just carry on playing. I'm oh. like, "Oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what a thrill!" It's, oh, it's a dream come true, literally. Yeah. And then you spend a qu- three quarters of a million dollars yeah. on the record. But you know what? You know, it's a beautiful I had record. a great time making the record. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to pay it back. T-Bone was a crazy person to work with in both ways. You know, he yeah. was quite eccentric, but he was also an amazing producer. Yeah, He's T-Bone. Obviously, yeah. And um, you're very quick with one T-Bone story just because oh, it's sure, so great. Sure, sure. Uh, when we were recording So Long Soho, uh, he wanted the narrative of the, of the vote, of the lyric, right? And so... He felt like we, I wasn't getting it. And he made us go in the control room and he put on this CD of beat poets. 
reading their own poetry. In fact, all kinds of poets reading their own poets, poetry. I remember W.B. Yeats and really old stuff <gasps> like that, just crazy Whoa. stuff. And he had it cranked. Kerouac? Kerouac. Like, um, oh, Bukowski. Just just wow. really, really loud. And it's insane <laughs> stuff and it's really aggressive and uh-huh. it totally freaked me out. <laughs> And then we, and then he said, right, go and get in your booths because we all had our separation booths, and we played so, so you, long, so long, and that's so you the one. Tell the story that way, right? And it worked perfectly. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, so road movies. Yeah, tell me the story of this. Well, road movies uh, was dreaming about dreaming of coming to LA um, when we when we played here and the deal was on the table, but we didn't know it was going to go through. Mm. Um, there's a. I should hesitate to say this. We discovered uh, 20 years ago exactly. We played our leaving party on a boat. In, uh, on the River Thames. Oh. And there's a video has just emerged of us playing this song. So uh, if you yeah, go they to... They just look like babies. You've seen it all. <laughs> yeah. Badly dressed babies, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least I was. Uh, I, hadn't, I hadn't had the wonderful <laughs> benefit of Pamela Debar's style to, to, to aspire to, and I'm wearing... <laughs> I said this the other day. It looks like, I, it looks like I, I'm working at... Um, Trader Joe's because I have oh. this horrible Hawaiian shirt and like, these plaid pants are terrible. Well, you were trying to look California-like or something. I was, right? but it's, uh, it's it wasn't possible. <laughs> anyway, but if you go to Minibar Facebook, there's a there's a Minibar Facebook page and yeah. it's on there. Apparently. Okay, someone I will just definitely check someone, that out. Some cruel person posted it, but that, this is the song that we're playing. It's called Road Movies. I dream I'm breathing air That no one breathed before I've got the desert in my hair My arm gets tanned as it hangs From a Chevy door I dream the heat haze sleeps Above the white hot sand I watched the land unfurl Round the vanishing point Like the spines of a giant fan Will you be my showway station? Will you be my dairy queen? Will you be my destination? When I burn out of gasoline Will you be my restoration? Will you be my decline and fall? Will you be my own road movie? All the roads at home are too small All the roads at home are too small In California 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 So I dream I'm dragging deep On an unfamiliar brand I watch the stub spin down The black night road Like the fuse of a firebomb I still don't feel like sleep In some lone motel The towns of Ferris wheels The streetlights spin like the stars In a carousel Will you be my showway station? Will you be my dairy queen? 
Will you be my destination When I burn out of gasoline Will you be my restoration Will you be my decline and fall Will you be my own road movie All the roads are long too small All the roads at home are too small California California Oh California I can't afford my rent I can't afford my loan can't afford to fail I've got two straight weeks to lay waste to Babylon Shoreway station, will you be my cruise control? Will you be my destination? Now I show signs of growing old. Will you be my shoreway station? Will you be my dairy queen? Will you be my destination? When I'm burned out gasoline, will it be my restoration? California. Will it be my decline and fall? Will it be my own road movie? All the roads at home were too small. All the roads at home were too small. All the roads at home were too small. I'm, I'm going to cry my head off, Simon. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't stand it. I love it so much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm so thrilled to have this opportunity to share you with people. Thanks, really Simon. Well, thank you for having us. Yeah, it's such a, such a privilege. It's always so fun. Thanks. It's such a great mm. I'm, I'm just trying you. to evoke Sid Jordan here. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him into the room. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sid was Simon's singing partner in Mini Bar. I'd well, still you had, in some you had, ways. A, you had a three, three of you sang in Minibar. Right? Well, actually, all four of us sang. Malcolm, Malcolm's oh an amazing God. singer. Malcolm, Malcolm, the drummer's amazing yeah. singer, and, and Tim, Tim, guitar player, sings as well. Yeah, or he doesn't he doesn't sing when he's playing pedal steel guitar because it's too hard, and no one should be allowed to do that. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, all for no, blessed with amazing. What do you call it? A block? What do you call that thing? The th when 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 you have the three people triad. above you, oh, a triad. It's blessed with an amazing triad of backing singers. That's not what I meant to say, but let's say it sounds good. Thank you, triad. Um, Gosh, that was we have. Well, can I just talk about that quickly? Because yeah. we have uh, just been recording this week, weirdly enough. Minibar have not recorded for a long time. What? Yeah. I'm um, so thrilled. Yeah. We, uh, we, Your songs? Unstoppable. Oh, oh, oh song goody, you're going to play it soon, I hope. Oh, yeah, sure, we can play that, definitely. Um, 
we were asked to take part in this making a soundtrack of a movie, which hasn't come out yet, and it's called The Space Between. Mm. And um, it's about an ageing rock star, you know. Who's playing that? Do you have any idea? Yes, I do. It's uh, Kelsey Grammer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's playing the, kind of he's very playing the rock star. Very ageing rock star. Kind of from my era. <laughs> well, that, that's not, that's not foot labour the point, but yes, I guess he's kind of old. Sorry, Kelsey, if you're listening. No, no, it's okay. No, he's, 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 an, old, he's an older guy and he's, yes. he's great. So wow. they had uh, songs written by Rivers Cuomo, who's the, who's the, the, the singer from Weezer, the writer oh, okay. from Weezer. Oh, right. Uh, wrote some really very cool songs, but they wanted a kind of a 70s feel. So uh-huh. they asked Minibar to... To play, and are Weezer fans of yours? Uh, I don't know. It they... wasn't Weezer that asked. It was the it was the well, the director of the movie. Her, one of her favorite songs is "Unstoppable," so oh. she knows. So she's one of the three people out there who know who Minibar are. <laughs> and so now, she, now. luckily, she. Um, I'm not bitter though. Uh, I'm not. Though. I'm really not. Actually, that sounds terrible. I'm really not bitter. No, you're not bitter. Not That's what I love. I love. I love the fact that she heard this song, loves it. Yes, Minibar were brought in. And so but I had this this thought, that, and, and Kelsey sang the songs, uh, River songs that Minibar played. Uh huh. Wow! So you so backed this, up Kelsey? Well, this weird thing is that, that <laughs> I, I said afterwards, it's like like my band reformed uh, only with <laughs> only with Krusty the Clown on lead vocals instead of me, <laughs> which is which is kind of how it worked out. Um, <laughs> So, uh, so he so, sings unstoppable. So he's singing, and you he's don't. singing some of Rivers' songs, but they want they suddenly said, "Can we have Unstoppable in the film?" Um, okay. We had some, uh, so we managed. But my publishing is at Warner Chapel for that song, and they mm-hmm. were very kind and they let us do it. Oh, good. And we needed to re-record it because we weren't sure about the mass that we wanted right, to keep right. the, the new ma- make a new master. Um, and so, I mean, this happened on Thursday, and it was they needed it two days ago. You know oh, yeah. the way these things are. Yes. And so we went to Greg Johnson's studio in Santa Monica. Um, the whole band? No, me. No, we we, we successfully. <laughs> you said mini bar. We did so mini bar. That's the funny thing is, mini bar recorded unstoppable. Um, but no member of Minibar was in the same room as each other oh, at any point during oh. the process, which is wow. hilarious. How did it come out, though? It came out really it's well. Beautiful. It came out. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, Aww. it came out. It came out really, really nicely. And um, yeah, they've all still got it apparently um, in a great way. They were, it's just wonderful. Sid's a hundred miles away. Yeah, he, he flew in a bass part and a See, harmony anything part. Can ha- it's amazing um, what can happen now. Um, Malcolm came into the same studio, but I wasn't there because I had to do something else. And then Tim <laughs> flew in his guitar parts. Oh and my god! It sounds really like cool. you're all in the room together. Sounds like we're in the room together. Yeah. Can we hear that now? Yeah, sure. Oh boy! Yeah, I'm having my own private. You can't play the recording. You have to go and see the film, Mini, mini bar, mini. <laughs> this is unstoppable. Coming from the cold. I've got something to say to you, babe I've been out of control I've been waiting to tell you for days But I've been alone for so long Sometimes I don't know what to say Something unstoppable flows in my face. You did the impossible. Can you do it again? Unstoppable. 
'Cause I know I'm impossible, but I held out for years for something unstoppable. I can't believe that. I can't believe that it's here. I've held a piece of me back for so long. I don't know what to say. How do I make it plain? Do I have to say it out loud? Or shall I write out your name in the long vapor trail in the clouds? But I've been alone. So long. Sometimes I don't know what to say. Something unstoppable flows in my veins. You did the impossible. Can you do it? Cause I know I'm impossible, but I held out for years for something unstoppable. I can't believe that. I can't believe that it's here. La da 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 da. Love it. So happy to hear it again. Thanks. And yes. you can hear it with all the bells and whistles on it. Um, <laughs> oh boy. On the soundtrack, huh? Yeah, on the soundtrack. Wow. That sounds like the a cool space movie. between is the name of the film. Okay. Yeah. All right. A lot of rock movies being made. Yeah, you know, that's indeed. True. Do you like any of them? Have I you seen them? Seen. Have you seen uh, the I Queen? I want to see one? the Echo in the Canyon, but I haven't actually seen it yet. Now I should have been in that. Don't you agree? I told. Well, I can't. Well, I'm not going to see it if you're not in it. Oh no! You they were didn't the even canyon. interview me. They didn't interview me. Okay. And mm. they hardly mentioned Zappa, who ruled the canyon. Mm, man. But I'm going to see it. You know, I'm going to hear the stories, David yeah. Crosby's silly stories and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you could fill in some of the gaps, probably. Yes. <laughs> That's for some sure. of the gaps they probably don't want to have in the film. Yes. <laughs> well, they should have had it. Who was on what? Where? Oh, I was doing a and rock tour. Who? Yeah. Uh, and I was at the canyon store taking the group there. Oh, yeah. And Jacob Dylan was there filming it. Oh. Uh-huh. So he should have said, oh, yeah, you, that's right. I need to talk to you. But he didn't. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, well. I'm not bitter, though. Kind of like you. <laughs> We're we not bitter. To, we used to play with Jacob a lot because Minibar opened up for the Wallflowers. Yes, I remember. Many times. Yeah, and Rami. And, um, and then Rami, produced, Rami, right? Rami yeah, yeah. produced Unstoppable, that song. The right, original, right, right. Along with the, the Fly Below the Radar, the, the second Minibar record. And, oh, I uh, love the Wallflowers, too. Yeah. No, yeah. they were great. Uh, 
What a great I double remember, bill. <laughs> I remember the first time I met Jake, though. Oh, man. I was pretty, you know, I was pretty in awe of him. And uh, yeah. and we were very careful to be, you know, with the, with the support band and yeah. we stayed out of the way. And we, <laughs> the first gig we played was in was in Ashland. And um, Ashland what? Ashland is in southern Oregon. Oh, Oregon. Beautiful, okay. beautiful open air theatre. Oh, and, okay. And um, anyway, these local kids said, hey, you got to come with us into the woods. So, of course, me and Sid went into the woods with the local kids. And, <laughs> of um, course. <laughs> of course we did. <laughs> and they got as high as high can possibly oh, be. Before you played? And, uh, no, this is after we played, oh, okay, but then great. we went back to the dressing room. And I'm not, I you know, wasn't much of a, a pot smoker, weirdly enough. And um, anyway, so I was super, super in my own head. And then they said, people are asking for minibar at the signing thing after the show. Which is just incredible. So I went out there <laughs> just paranoid and tweaked oh. and just like, oh my God, there's all these people talking to me. And Jake's up there signing, signing stuff. And I'm yeah. like, oh God, Jake's there. So I was like, like signing stuff. And he comes over to me. And bear in mind, I'm completely freaked out. And yes. He puts his arm around my shoulder and he goes, like, Who the fuck do you think you are at my signing? I'm like, Oh no, and I'm sure he was joking. And but then he was joking. Oh, <laughs> like, just like a oh massive God. grin. <laughs> And that was the first time, first he ever said to me, he just got me so bad. He got me so bad. He didn't know I was really stoned, apparently. Oh, that anyway. is so, so funny. Just, oh, he my just, God. No, he's, he's always lovely to us. Oh, that's great. A total gent. And, uh, but it was, I do remember very clearly the first time I met him. <laughs> he got me. So, so at, at that point, when your first record came out, you thought, okay, this is it. We're going to be huge, right? Did, did you have that idea? I mean, did you really think, okay, they just spent all this money and now they're going to really help us out? And then I they don't didn't. No, I don't, you know, we didn't. I'm not sure. By the time the record came out, we had a, you know, we were no longer really in touch with our record company okay. and stuff, and they were really not in touch with us. So things had gone a bit sour. So, so you kind of so knew. So we kind of knew that we weren't going to yeah. get a lot of promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and in some ways, I'm relieved we didn't kind of get on the treadmill. Um, mm. We did a little bit of radio promotion up in Monterey, and um, the, what I saw of that scene was just terrifying, and I hated it. You know, there was just, just it was just really weird. You know, um, well, you we were because we were a commodity. Well, they were playing our songs, so we had to go to the radio station, yeah. and then we had to like, uh, you know, talk to the DJ, and which was totally fine. And we played something on it. All that's fine. Yeah. But then they were like, "No, you got to wait. You got to wait around all day because the the Universal guy's coming and." <sighs> You know, and then yeah. there's the meal, the and then they crap. laid and they laid on the girl. You know, it's just like it was just horrible to watch. I well, oh, the other thing was I was we had, we we rotated designated driver yeah. in the mini bar van, which is a really yes. smart move. Yes, and um, that was my night to be designated. So the, my, <laughs> my my I just watched the debauchery and at oh. the, at my corner of the table, and I was like, wow, I've probably felt very left out. <laughs> you <laughs> so probably I, did. I coloured my view of what it's like to be at. Uh, uh, <laughs> You know, yeah, the radio promotion shindig, but I, I don't, it was pretty bad, so I wouldn't really like to be part of that circuit. And but you've kept on playing all these years because you love to play and mm-hmm. I love to write. I think you're a genius poet. Oh, thank you. You know, I think that, and it's just such a thrill to have you here. Well, thanks. We, um, thank you, and and thanks for saying that too. It's it. it you oh, know, you know, we I can't. We you know, we. Uh, <laughs> We just do what we do, you know. <laughs> and we were very liberated by, by being... We, we got dropped as well, which is important, yeah. to, important to remember because, like, lots of bands don't get dropped. They just get held in, in a terrible, like, limbo. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And I'm glad either we either we've got lots of promotion and had a success and been able to tour in, independently. Yeah. Or not at all. And I think we it happened to be not at all. And mm-hmm. it was good that we were dropped because then we yeah. were able to could do make our own wanted. records yeah. as we yeah. wanted. Yeah. And um, tour with other people, and we kept all the all the parts, and we were able to stay in the states anyway. Um, so we were, it actually it didn't feel great at the time, obviously, but it yeah. actually worked out much better uh-huh. than it would have done. I think. I think honestly, I think if Minibar had had a hit, I don't know whether we would have been able to stay together for it. Do you know what I mean? It was a really it's a really weird pressure cooker. Yeah. One thing I will briefly mention, just because. Uh, because because the Wallflowers came up, we were talking to Jacob about what it's like to have a huge hit record with T Bone Burnett producing it, and yeah, it's a yeah. great record. It was. An that's why we went. A, that's why we went and found T Bone to produce our oh, records okay. because of bringing down uh-huh. the horse. Uh-huh. Um, it sounded so good, and and um, but the pressure on them to produce a follow up was intense and and difficult, and the record. So if you have a hit, the record company becomes <laughs> like even more difficult than they were yeah, before yeah. in some ways. Yeah, I'm they like, say wow. repeat that, repeat that, repeat you that. Know? Right yeah. with this person, this is you know. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that sounds you know not great. And they um, never came up to that. They I didn't mean, have a big hit again, success but they, wise. Yeah, they yeah. Taught, they toured a lot and released more records yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. But um, yeah, that was uh, yeah, it was of a time and of a place, I guess. You know. Yep. Well, I want to hear a little bit about your history in, in the UK. Oh, history in the UK? Yeah. Wow. That's a, <laughs> I can't remember that far back. How You've many been in paradise to, How many bar came to be? Yeah. Wow. Um, it was a long time ago, actually. and um, It's not that long ago. Well, I guess it's... You're like, at least 20 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm not 18 years younger than you, I think, actually. Oh, yeah. Worked okay. it out the other day. <laughs> but we but don't tell anyone. Well, everyone um, knows how old I am, so you're, you're out of luck. Absolutely, no one knows something. Um, we came to be because I was playing in a band uh, in London um, with Malcolm originally, the original. When Malcolm, I was playing with Malcolm since he was 19 years old. <gasps> and... Um, we had a band called Sticky Wicket, of all things. You can't imagine anything more English, Sticky <laughs> Wicket. And what is a Sticky Wicket? A sticky Wicket is a problematic it's a, problem- area. Yeah, that's right. You're on a Sticky yeah. Wicket. means yeah. that, uh, it means that, yeah, you're in Something's trouble. Something's gone haywire. And I think that was pretty much summed it up for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, okay. uh, and, and from the bones of that came the start of Minibar, where I started writing more kind of like direct songs um, and more in the kind of genre and oeuvre that I was comfortable in and um which was kind of which became what's known as Americana but we weren't really an Americana band as such we didn't mean to be I was just listening yeah. to well, the, the, I was you, listening to a lot of the Canyon stuff you basically. loved Graham right didn't you like Graham, Graham Parsons yeah Graham and Neil Young and mm. yeah. Crosby Stills and Nash and that's the stuff you know that's what I was listening to and Do you remember Joni, the day you tried on Graham's shirt I do there was a free song wasn't there there was a, we had a moment I think. <laughs> Pamela said, come up to my bedroom. This is when we were... Oh. <laughs> actually, like, yeah, we had a grand shirt. She said, why don't you try and grand Parsons shirt? I'm like, I'm, I'm up for that. I'm going to try and grand Parsons shirt. It was, the, it was green with purple pockets. It's purple. Right? It's, it's purple. purple with green pockets? It's was purple, it just purple with purple? embroidery. Green and purple green. embroidery. It's purple and green. Anyway, fit. Do you think it would fit now? <laughs> <laughs> it's radio. Yes, of course it'll fit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, the we magic can try it on you after this. <laughs> oh, my I, God. I made a, a for, for those of you listening, I made a, a shirt for Graham Parsons, who was my dear friend back then. Uh, the Flying Burrito Brothers are my very favorite band of all time. And um, I saw him wear it one night. And it was a pretty bad burritos night. Sometimes they had good nights. Sometimes they were pretty off. But he had the shirt on, and I remember it really well. And after he died, tragically, his ex-wife Gretchen, uh, we met up on a project called Rock Wives that never went wow. anywhere. Wow. And, and I wish she, I'd seen that. And she gave me the shirt. Wow. And I hadn't seen it since he wore it, you know? So I just, and you know when you have those tears that come spurting out without you even knowing it's going to happen? Mm. To see that shirt again was just so incredible. And she gave it to me. It was very amazingly sweet gesture. Because I wouldn't want to give up his clothes after no. he died, you know. So, and, you know, I'm sure you remember he there, he smoked a lot of pot. There were, you know, little holes in it from where the ashes fell. Pretty cool. It's in good shape, though. And she told me he treasured it and kept it mm. in plastic oh. the whole time. So that was very moving. Do you still have it? Oh, of course. Of course you still have it. Polly's going to get it. My goddaughter, yeah, Polly Parsons, when that I makes, pass That makes all sense. Yes. Yeah, no, we were, we were fully entrenched in the, in the mythology yeah, and um, we went yeah. we went straight out to Joshua, Joshua Tree as, as soon as I remember getting here yeah. as a band, and we all we went to where they where the where the shrine is where they burnt the body, and we all dropped yeah. acid. And <gasps> he would have loved whole, that. He did the That's whole just thing. what he did. We, out exactly. There. We thought we thought <laughs> <laughs> went in Rome. Yes. Was, oh. uh, yeah. There's actually a song. There's a song on the second mini bar record which I can't play because it's too complicated. But oh, there's shoot. a song called "Badlands" mm. on yeah. the second mini bar record, "Fly Below the Radar." If you're into the Grand Parsons thing, that's about that's yeah. about that night actually, okay. which is really which is really lovely. So, but I can't play it on the guitar. Celia, you have records too, right? I do. Yes, I have. Wow, I have a record. My first record I made in 2007 in New oh, York. Okay, cool. um, with a whole band and really expensively in a lovely studio. Yeah, um, yeah with some really great people. Um, there's some great people on that record, like Tim LaFave, who went on to play with Bowie mm. and um, Tedeschi Trucks, and now I, I think he's doing oh. other stuff. I think he's on TV this week. And then, <laughs> and um, yeah, just a lot of and Daniel Mitzaris, who now plays with uh, um, Saint Vincent. I don't know if you know who she is. Sure. Yeah. Oh so he's done a lot of stuff with her and with um, David Byrne. Um, so I was really blessed to meet those people early on in my career. Uh-huh. Um, and then I came to L.A. and I made a record with a friend of mine, Pi Jacobs. It was just like a five-song EP called White Flag, Blue Sky. Um, we made that in her backyard. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, and then the last one I did, actually, Simon sang on. Uh-huh. Um, it's called Dare to Love, and it's also it's a six-song six EP. Um, it's great. All my original songs. So, she, do you want to sing? Um, well, oh gosh, we didn't really practice any of my songs. <laughs> well, that's not fair, is it? Um, it's not fair. Twenty Dare to Love. Really... Is that too much? In a... um, go ahead. <laughs> I'm getting over a little bit of a cold. So, come on, um, we're sitting in my wanna, living room. We're all it? in our pajamas. Yes, we could do a little bit. Yeah. Of it. <laughs> a bit of do you want to do, you wanna do it in G, not A flat? And... Sure. Yeah. So this is Dare to Love. This is the, the title one. A little slower. <laughs> I've got love, even when it's over Even when there's nothing When I look over my shoulder I don't need nothing in return I'm just gonna burn Cause I still burn I've got love, living 
and restraints I won't sell it out I'm not naming names Sacred like the herds upon the plains I am gonna love you just the same Oh, and I ask you What's the point of this? To open up your heart Capture all this bliss Pour on love Got nowhere to stay I am not afraid Love can come and take me Dare to love Even when it dies Even with the wound Right between the eyes Even when it runs for its dear life Dare to love It's always worth the bite for it's still life Dare to love it's always worth the bite mm-hmm, yeah. Dare to love it's always worth the bite Now didn't you guys sing for the first time at my house? Or mm. yeah, actually close to it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's you, you play a very key point, key part <laughs> in our key story. I know it's amazing. And right? Miss Mercy too, actually. Miss yeah. Mercy. Uh, <laughs> 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 Mercy. Miss Mercy. It was, it was, so this, so Celia, it was so, my Christmas party, correct? It was your Christmas right. party, yeah. and I and I just met Celia about mm, two weeks, two like ten days before. What is it? Six years ago or so? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and uh, we were sing- we were put on the same. We, song on a david bowie kit oh. night and oh. i was doing a lad insane and i can't sing the high bit and so they said oh we have a backing so we'll sing it for you he's going to sing the sing the chorus and it was elio and so um so we met and, and i was like <laughs> and it was like oh oh who's this, who's oh. this tall handsome guy with sparkly eyes up there, by the way for those of you listening on the radio she went oh <laughs> <laughs> yes. so very about tall. a foot taller than me <laughs> <laughs> And um, and I uh, and I saw so I ran away immediately because um, <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't cope with it. And um, anyway, Cute. through a circuitous, hey, you had a, the thing is you had a party two weeks before or a oh, week before right. Christmas as well. I, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, and I was meant to uh, through a, uh, through our friend Asia, Asia. who's our mutual friend. She was right. matchmaking us. And I was meant to come to your house oh. to meet Celia properly okay. a couple of days after. Oh, thing. yeah, she's good at that. She's yeah, good at that. Yeah. Yeah, she's right matchmaker and yeah. um, right busybody. <laughs> you listening? In the best way. In the best way. Okay. In a good way. And uh, anyway, I was I was biking down there and uh, I just I was on Wilshire Boulevard and there's a woman leaning against a pine tree sitting down. And so I stopped and it was like a... A Zimmer frame. What's a Zimmer frame in America? Walker. A you walker know, on the, Walker. On the, on the pavement. So I, and she's obviously in trouble. So I, so I, I uh, went to, uh, to her aid and I, uh, and I said, oh, do you want me to pick you up? Because she was like, you know, she'd fallen down. And, and she was, oh. I didn't really see this, but she was pretty big, you know. And so oh. I kind of like heaved her, <laughs> heaved her awkwardly onto this, uh, onto this little <laughs> that bench. That was so kind of uh, you. Well, <laughs> it was terrible because I, I threw out my back and had to like, <laughs> well, I had to walk home. And then I called Asia and said, uh, "I'm really sorry, I can't come to Pamela's because I, uh, I, I, I put my back out picking up a, a homeless woman on on Wilshire Boulevard, right. which doesn't sound the same in America, apparently, because picking up someone is not the same as right. picking them up." No. So, um, and that's what I heard. So that many was probably a Asian. dinner party I was having. Yeah. It was a dinner party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a soiree. It was one of your yes. soirees. Yes. Anyway, so I didn't see her then. 
and then on Christmas Eve it was your it was your party and we were both invited to that and you said has anyone got any new songs and I said I wrote this song this morning and um and, and Sally didn't know that? Sally didn't know it was about her until about halfway through the song. Oh. Yeah, that was that was do an it. Should we do that one? <laughs> yeah, are you kidding? I... It's called I Already Know. Oh yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love it. You sang it earlier. Oh. You don't have to tell me all the details of your ragged history. Rocky Road that brought you here to me You don't have to tell me that We better take it slow Cause I Love song that is, and you wrote it before you even. You, before you even snogged. Second date, yeah, <laughs> we haven't even kissed yet. I got, I, you know what, it worked. I got a little snog later. After, after the after party. The song, after the party. After the party. But 
But she sang with you on doing something, right? That night? We did a bunch of Christmas yeah, carols Christmas. Oh. with Jeremy. Yeah, with Jeremy oh, Little. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I remember you guys singing yeah. together mm-hmm. for the first time at my house. Yeah, yes. and then what did Miss Mercy say? <laughs> oh, God. Good. <laughs> she, she says, well, it, is she your backup singer or is she your girlfriend? <laughs> and we were like, oh. And we hadn't decided yet. So we were just oh, we looked at each other very singer. awkwardly. I love that. <laughs> she, she'll just say it right out of oh, I loved well, it. She, oh, loved it. she has no filter at all. It was great. It was perfect. <laughs> great. It was wonderful. <laughs> oh, that was so fun. Yeah, good times. Well, that, that sent you guys off on a romantic path that night, well, right? obviously. For a while. A circuitous one. Yeah. Oh, oh. But, uh, you know. Should we talk about that? <laughs> you can talk about we can brush you want. over some of it if you want. Yeah. Uh, it, well, was, it wasn't, it, it was, was it, immediately we knew it was going to work, but then there was some stuff had to happen before it could actually or? work. I wasn't with, no, I, was, I wasn't no, we with anybody. Oh. Um, were you still married? Yeah. Yes. I was, I was separated. <laughs> that was one of oh, the things separated. that had to get okay. worked out. Yeah. I went um, to your party, your wedding party. Mm. That was a fun night. That, that, that was, <laughs> so minibar with a band. And uh, this is such a great idea. Well, maybe it was a terrible idea, but it was fun for me. And every, all my friends, musicians, obviously, were just about all of them. So they all got to choose a minibar song and then be me or be a member of minibar. And I had oh. to be me uh, oh, yes. for, for, the, for the song. It was really yeah. it was a fun night. That was a fun night. Mm, yes. <laughs> I didn't. The rest, I mean, the, that was, was should we say that was the. Yes, that was, was the, the highlight. highlight. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see yeah, that you know. connection. Yeah. It, yeah. I didn't get it. No. I don't think it Obviously, was. you didn't either after a while. After a while. After a while. Well, these yeah. things happen. These things happen. Oh, yes. But, the, you know, we wouldn't have got together. <laughs> yes, I know. Everything happens for a reason. Without it. For it all happening. goes on so, perfectly. It was good timing in the end. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we've been, to, been together for a while and. and and then we, so we did the relationship thing before we did the before, before we, we did, did the band the, thing because yes. oh. we thought we don't want to end up as yeah, civil yeah, wars yeah. here and you know <laughs> okay. just right. you know be on tour with each, have to be on tour with each other and not want to be with each other would be a nightmare. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, now um, it's okay, right? Yeah, it's great. No, I mean, I mean, now you great. can sing and everything's perfect. Yeah. And, okay. Now things, yeah. things have changed for yeah. much for the better. Are you guys going to do a record together? We are. We've done it. We've got an EP. Oh, really? Four songs. Yeah, yeah. And it's out and available. It's been well, played on the radio. There's this thing. Radio. I don't know if you remember it, Pamela, but it's called the radio. <laughs> and sometimes people write songs and they form bands and then those records get played on the radio. It's, um, no, we're very lucky. Nick Harcourt, who was always oh, a yeah, huge, yeah. Uh, huge uh, benefactor and helped to minibar. Oh, he was. Um, That's cool. Yeah, we did two sessions on, on his on Morning Becomes Eclectic oh, from fantastic. back in the day. He's now on KCSN, KCSN 88.5. 88.5. And he's playing LA. your record. He's playing a song called Jodrell Bank from, from that record, mm-hmm. yeah, which is just so lovely. And, and it's great because it's like, you know, it's like uh, R.E.M. and, you know, The Doors. Drake. And then and then oh, and then Chad was Absolutely, damn right. Did you That's write great. that one, of course? I did, yeah. I wrote it. It's about uh, my dad passed away a couple of years ago. Oh. And it's about um, after a long battle with Alzheimer's. And, and oh, but he died very soon, very quickly. He was ill for a long time and then he died very quickly. And I was flying back uh, to see him. Uh, but he passed away and was about an hour outside Heathrow Airport. And, um, and, I, uh, and I thought about, you know, us passing each other, you know, oh. and... Um, Anyway, there's a place called Jodrell Bank, which is a, a, 
a radio telescope in Cheshire, which my dad took me to when I was a little kid. It's this huge Jodrell Bank. Jodrell Bank. Um, Never heard. I can't imagine what that is. It's like a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a radio telescope, oh. and, they, and it had a planetarium, and it was a very oh, okay. cool place. But it was basically, you know, it was looking at the stars. And, um, oh, okay. And you could see it from the hill by my house where I grew up as well. So it had the significance. And um, anyway, so and these all these things kind of blended together. So I wrote uh, and I wrote this song. And this is on your new EP. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it okay if we keep playing? If they keep playing? Okay, great. Oh, great. Can you right. play that one? Yeah, of course. I need wow, to, a I new one. I haven't even heard. DJ. Yay. Let me just teach you a critic to it. Drop D, it. man. Oh. <laughs> but not full drop D. Okay, Still got the E. Okay, this is, this is Jolter Bank. <laughs> when it's your time it's your time When you know, you know I was flying to your side When you let go I like to think I passed you somehow Somewhere over Judge Robin like to think I flew through the path wherever your comet trail came. The land. When I was young played with fire I played with foolish things but now I'm grown I see through the glass darkly I like to think I carried you somehow in every bar in every song I like to think that you were proud of me somehow Whichever well I drew my waters from I drew my waters from For twenty years, for twenty Wished I was you for twenty more, for twenty more. I learned the truth. I learned the truth. Still believe. Passed you somehow Somewhere over Judge Ruben I still believe I flew through the path Wherever your Beautiful soul came 
It's your time. It's your time. When you know, you know. That is so exquisite. Thank you. That made me teary-eyed too. You're so good. Thanks so much. Yeah, I'm happy. Happy that one came out. Mm. That reminds me of when Graham passed. When I went to the Joshua Tree Inn and sent him all that energy and mm-hmm. laid in the bed, sat in the chair he died. He well, actually yeah, died I didn't in the chair. This. Tell me that story. I don't know oh, that. yeah. About ten days after he passed, I went to Joshua Tree for the first time, actually, uh-huh. and stayed in room eight and. Uh, and sat in the chair. He actually died in a chair. Mm. I sat in that chair, and I said, you know, at the time I was doing this uh, Joe Ray, it was called. It was a Japanese healing thing where you sent light mm-hmm. to elevate people's spirits and mm-hmm. stuff. So I was doing all that in there and talking to him and just, and, and he, of course, he came into my dreams that night. Mm-hmm. And so did James Dean, which is so far out, who I love. Who you love too, right? Yeah. He died and, young as well. Yeah, and, and he... He wanted part of it. It was his soul wanted some of that energy. It was very mm. interesting. Wow. <laughs> my next book, you know, is about my spiritual life. So oh, that really? story will be wow. in there. Yeah, um, it is called "Sex, God, and Rock and Roll." Sex, God, and Rock and Roll. Yeah, I like so, all those things. Oh. <laughs> I, I want to show Celia the shirt I made. Oh yeah, yeah, the shirt. And I want to see if it still oh, fits you. No, really. <laughs> I mean, yes, let's put it on. Oh my, oh, my. it's a perfect fit still. <laughs> He was oh, very little. Oh, he was very little. I he remember, was very little. Oh I remember goodness. someone describing me and Sid at the time. And they yeah, said, I made real crummy shirts, but I did good embroidery. Oh, <laughs> but oh, look, it's so beautiful. Gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I beaded the GP here. Isn't yeah. it amazing? <laughs> wow. And there's the, where he, there's a, there's a pot burn a here. Bu- <laughs> it's a little burn wreck. Yeah. Did you see that when you Hot saw rocks. that before? Yeah. And I have, I use the back. I did, you know. that's beautiful. This was like my third shirt. I made two for Chris Hillman. I thought, how am I going to show this man I love him? (laughs) So I I made I'm sure he he probably had a great idea of how you could do that. (laughs) Well, I haven't. Anyway, and then, and Graham wanted one. He was kind of jealous, so I made him one. Uh, And Hillman, one night at the whiskey, Michael Clark walked in, the drummer for the birds, uh-huh. in Chris's shirt. Oh, and oh. I made Chris one like this, only turquoise mm-hmm. cotton. And, and I said, "What are you? What?" And he said, "And you know, he was just a big goofball too, who would just say anything." And he said, "Oh, I won in a poker game last night. Hillman lost it to me." <gasps> Man. Uh, Man. <laughs> so that's just, I was so hurt. Oh. I was so devastated. I was. Oh, that's really. that's horrifying. So, but well. he, apparently he won it back oh, in okay. another poker game. Oh, so. no. But well, I'm sure you. his wife would not let him keep it. No, <laughs> I, bet not. I am the world's <laughs> oldest living Jezebel. <laughs> <laughs> you say that's that like it's a bad thing. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's wonderful. Oh. Well, thank you for showing me that. Yeah, that's sure, amazing. sure. Amazing yeah, <laughs> those were some interesting days. I know you were real thrilled with those the, the memories of those days, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Why? When did that start for you that you were kind of obsessed? I tell you, with... the weird thing is, it was Evan Dando from the Lemonheads. You remember that guy? Of course, he, I know uh, Evan. He's 
He's my yeah. Facebook friend. He's your Facebook friend. Actually. <laughs> cool, you know everybody. But I was sorry. I think it's a great singer, a great songwriter. Yes. But he, I heard Brass Buttons. He does. Mm-hmm, he does mm-hmm. beautiful. But and he sings everything so well. But I heard this song, Brass Buttons, and I'm like, this is literally how roundabout these things Gosh. are. And I was like, I've got to find. And also, I saw him in a. I, yeah, that's right. I remember him wearing a Grand Parsons T-shirt in some photo okay, shoot. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I've got to find out about this guy. Oh. I mean, I've heard of him. I heard of him when I was at college, I remember, but I didn't well, really listen to it. Well, he wasn't that well known and then at I, that time. And then I just was, I was all in. I was all in. I and, mean, and you guys do a Graham song, We right? do great, yeah. We, oh, we do, do Grievous Angel. I sure Angel. would love to hear you know, that. A little bit of Grievous Angel. Yes. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be high. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fine. Okay. It'll be great. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Would you scratch my itch, sweet Annie Rich? Welcome me back to town. Step out on your porch and I'll come into your parlor. I'll show you how it all went down. Out with the truckers and the kickers and the cowboy angels. And a good soon. Every single time Oh, but I remembered something that you once told me I'll be damned if it did not come true Twenty thousand roads I that prairie with those waves of rain and I saw my devil and I saw my deep blue sea I thought about the calico bonnet trying to Tennessee we drove straight across that river bridge Last night, half past two Gate and waved his lantern Good night and good day As we went rolling through Billboards and truck stops Passed by the grievous angel And now I know Just what I
giant Tennessee News I could bring I met up with a king On his head and amphetamine crown Talked about him buckling that old Bible belt Lighted out the sun desert town Out with the truckers and the kickers And the cowboy angels such a kid when he wrote this stuff. It's amazing. Mm. Well, I sure have enjoyed this, you guys. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. It's been an yeah, absolute pleasure to see you again. <laughs> wonderful. And I, I need to hear Mel smoke, smoke Black, so can we close with that? Oh. oh, wait, first I want to ask you one thing. Do you have any, you know, real funny Hollywood showbiz type story you want to share of anybody you met that stands out since I mean you know you wanted to come to California and you got here got involved with a couple of kooky chicks until you met this one (laughs) 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 you have stories galore come on I'm not sure let me have a think Um... okay who's the most famous person you met and interacted with I tell you, the one who the one who made me uh, the one who made me lose my shit was uh, we were we were playing the sorry made me uh, made me oh, well, you don't care do you no, no it's okay you can me. say that you no, can because, say that. no because you do see, you see people around and 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 yeah. and so forth but the, we, we are, when I was playing with Pete Yorn right mini bar was uh, Pete Yorn's uh, opening band and then his and then his backup band and we were playing at the Wilton and it was a big you know it was a big hoo ha because. Pete, Pete has lots of famous friends, and uh, there are lots of people hanging around. And um, but we were, we were, me and Sid were tuning up and singing a bit, trying to warm up. There's loads of people milling around, and suddenly this voice said, "Hey, everybody!" Uh, and uh, I just want to say something. And I turn around, and standing next to me, Martin Scorsese. Oh. It's just <laughs> he Whoa. makes this lovely speech about how great oh. Pete is, oh. and and I'm just sitting there going like. Oh my God! It's Scorsese. Scorsese is standing next to me. No, I standing would... right there. So it's just like, oh, oh. It was great. That I would have that, that, that was the too. first time. That was the first time I went. That is huge. Because you, like, you don't expect yeah. that. Yeah. And he also yeah. that was probably a terrible impression of how he speaks. <laughs> you know, he probably doesn't speak like a man who works on the docks in he, New he Jersey. Real he probably fast, doesn't so. speak like. No, that. he speaks real, real he fast. He speaks really quickly. He's had a lot of coffee. that line, but in, in the taxi cab about the pussy. You ever, see, you ever seen a pussy? You know oh, that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't know you know that's what, no, it was a taxi driver. Taxi oh, driver. and taxi driver. And he's the, he's yes. he's in the back seat. He's in the back seat. He's, he's talking just about. Awful. You ever see what yeah. a gun can do to a pussy? I mean, it's really frightening. 
You went dark. I am sorry about that. No, that's the sorry. first thing that popped to mind. You know oh, what? Lord. Of course mercy. it did. Okay. Okay, so what's going on with you guys now? How can people hear you and find you, see you? Well, oh, well, I'm in the middle of tour legs with Enrique Iglesias, actually, because oh. I'm a backing singer in his band. That's exciting. Um, Do you yeah. like it? You yeah, I love it? it. It's so fun. We get to okay. travel all over the world um, and sing to thousands of people. So it's pretty yeah. great. Um, so that's happening. We have a and show. And then a dissimilar experience. Uh, not, too dissim- a, a not too dissimilar. places to less than a thousand people. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we're playing, we've got a couple of lovely gigs coming up. Um, Petty Chavez are opening up for We Are The West in their incredible underground garage yes. uh, series they do every month. That's on the 13th of July. In Santa Monica. In Santa Monica. California, yes. um, again, check uh, Pet- Petty Chavez, Petty Chavez Music. And then we're also opening up for Minibar. Minibar are playing a one-off reunion show because it's 20 years since we came to LA. So you're opening month. for yourself. Opening for myself. This is awesome. It's the only way I can get a gig these days. <laughs> <laughs> That is not true, by oh, the way. Oh, man. Oh, and Cece's on that bill, too. And Cece's playing, Cece's too. Oh, Cece, yeah. who was a wonderful, Cece. wonderful guest last yes. week, two weeks ago, on your show, which is just great. Um, okay. So, And well, that's good. on the 20th of, of July. July. The next week. I'm going to be on the road and have to miss oh, both of them. Molly Malone's, I'm afraid. Yeah, Molly Malone's. Oh. We would love you to be there. And, but, you know... <laughs> Maybe we can Skype you in or something. Yeah. If someone is going to film it, I hope. Yeah, we'll get. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll send you some evidence that we. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. No problem. Okay, let's hear Mill Smoke Black. Okay, Mill Smoke One of my Black. other favorites. Okay, this is Mill Smoke Black. I grew up. In a northern town Mill smoke black And tumbling down And I'd go out To the hills at night And I'd stand down At the big city light Big city lights stared back at me, and that's why I knew I had to leave. Don't ask where I'm from, cause I come. From a past that's gone. I made plans for clean escape. I washed my hands of every trace. Went out west on red eye flights. I came to rest in the city of lights. The 
city of lies It swallowed me And that's why But I'm no smoke black If you look in my eyes I still go out To the hills at night I still stand down With those big city lights I come from a past Wasn't that amazing? I literally sat here in tears two or three times listening to those songs, and I've heard a lot of them many times, and they continued to move me like that. And how about Celia's voice, Enrique, she gets to sing with. Oh, boy. Uh, but really, I prefer Simon. So I hope you enjoyed them. It was a wonderful afternoon here for me for them to hang out. And I thank you for listening, dolls. You know, I've been thinking about time lately, and, you know, it seems to be going a lot faster. And I remember these words of wisdom from my beloved dear friend who's gone now, Gail Zappa. I asked her one time, I said, why does time seem to be going faster? And she said, well, it's because you have more to look back on and less to look forward to. Now, that sounds negative, but it's not really. It's like, okay, grab it. Take every minute of time you've got and use it wisely and joyfully. And that is my wisdom for the day, for my dear Gail Zappa. And until next time, I am Miss Pamela, and you've just been to my pajama party. Keep up with all I do at PamelaDayBar.com, and you can interact with me on Instagram at ThePamelaDayBar, of course. Okay, bye. You can see every day. Most of the time It's there on the skyline Mountains in the sea It cuts the horizon A jagged island tree I can't tell apart My God from my heart And I can't recognize
looking for ways to help right the wrongs of social injustice? Oxfam America works with people in more than 90 countries to save lives, develop long-term solutions to poverty, and campaign for social change. And we do it with the help of our friends in the music world. The Beatles were Oxfam supporters back in the day. So were the Stones. And through the years, musicians and music fans have helped Oxfam push hard to work for a just world without poverty. Folks like Radiohead, Coldplay, Pearl Jam, DJ Shadow, and many, many more have encouraged their fans to join the effort. You can too. Go to OxfamAmerica.org to learn how you can help. Find all of our shows, notes, social, and links at www.pantheonpodcast.com or wherever you listen to great podcasts. All songs can be found for purchase on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please purchase these great and important tracks. Find us on Facebook at The RNRAP. We are on Instagram at RNR Archaeology. Tweet us at RNR Archaeology. <laughs>